cool. Uh, welcome to Wing Women, the Night Witches TTRPG podcast. I am so excited to be doing this. Um, let us go down the line. Let's start on my left, and let's introduce everyone by name and by character. Hello, my name is Julianne Kastner. I use she, they pronouns, and I am playing Tatiana Kusmana. My name is Elsa Kegelman. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll be playing Rita Vasilyevna. My name is August Hawkvog. I use they, them, or any other pronouns you'd like, and I'm playing Zestakova Nina Filipovna. My name is Madison Kadula. I use she, they pronouns, and I am playing Dmitria Wolkova. And one more time, my name is Kevin J. McCann. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing everybody else. So, uh, we begin at Angles Aerodome, February 1942. You are among the last of Comrade Raskova's grand experiments to arrive. Four months ago, Marina Raskova convinced Joseph Stalin to start up an entirely female bombing unit. The overwhelming number of applicants mean that there's now three units, the 586, the 587, and the 588. Four months in, you've packed so much information into just that time. It's supposed to be two years to get to the point that you're at. You're going to be sent off in about a month. Already, you are forced to find creative solutions to supply issues. We're going to begin with a test flight in the worst conditions you've yet experienced. Flurries of snow plod heavily into goggles. Maps become little more than mush. Anyone who forgot gloves will lose a finger in the extreme cold. Your goal has been to reach a specified target in the woods and drop a dummy shell. You have two shots before you must return home. It is minus 12 degrees Celsius in the air. You are up in the air. The wind is whipping past your face in your PE-2. The PE-2 is a very high-class three-seat bomber. You have two people in it with you. All metal, nice cover on it. There's still some wind whipping in, and you can feel the cold surrounding you. As you're going through, you have some low visibility, so I'm going to need you to make an attack run at disadvantage. How many dice am I rolling, Kevin? Uh, You are rolling two six-sided die. I rolled a five and a four, so I'm going to be re-rolling that five. Oh, fell off the table. That's a one. So just as you see the target coming up, and it's quite literally a big arrow target on the ground, you start to release your payload when you feel the cold stop, the bomb release in your hand. You manage to jerk it, and it releases, but a little too late as the payload falls down, 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 and lands way outside the target and crashes into the ground. Following up right behind, let us go with Tati. Same basic setup. You are flying through the air. You have people yelling into your ear. You're desperately trying to see through the darkness and the snow to land this attack. Go ahead and give me an attack run roll. The five and a three. And you land just two rings outside the center. Not the best, but not the worst by any means. All right, uh, jumping back into it, let's talk with our navigators. You guys aren't even at the uh, target yet. You are flying through the air, and you have not yet laid eyes on it. Um, let us start with Nino. Can you give us a wayfind check? That's a six. All right. Um, so while trying to find this, you start to get closer and closer, and eventually um, you see the awaiting Russian army in their anti-aircraft guns. You see that you would have been shot down had you done a, had you not done a better job of navigating. So uh, you are failing this mission, and it is definitely on you. Um, and let's get a wayfind roll from our final. Yep. I'm rolling two of these. 
Uh, yes, Demetria, please roll 2d6. New system, who dis? You rolled snake eyes. <laughs> so <laughs> So Nino, we've all whiffed it. Yeah, Nino, as you're flying, well, not uh, not Tati, actually. She did a decent job. She got it in the circle. Just like my father would say. Why is your father saying to you, I got it in the circle? No, did a decent job. Oh, uh, <laughs> Nino, as you are desperately trying to find the target, just zooming straight past, we see, we cut over to the other plane, Demetria in the navigator seat going, north, 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 north. So uh, you have managed to miss the target, barely hit the target and get shot down twice in your brand new planes. You land on the ground, you debrief briefly with mechanics on the ground, see if there's anything that needs to be done to the planes themselves, and you see waiting for you both your regimental commander, Tonya Timorovna, as well as the head honcho herself, Marina Reskova. Tonya Timonova looks at you and just goes, hey gang, so how'd it go? Well, you know, I mean, I think a successful landing is one where you can reuse the plane. So in that respect. How about you? I did not crash it. Con congratulations. You also weren't flying it, though. So uh, there is a, a certain element to that. And uh, uh, um, all right. Well, uh, how about you, Rita? There's always room for improvement, Commander. Yes, there is. When Rita says uh, there's always room for improvement, I am just three feet off of her shoulder like rolling my eyes <laughs> not bothering to conceal it uh and how about yourself um tati takes off her helmet and her little gold curls just sort of pile down and she's like and she just shakes it out and she's like nope perfect we're great everything's great your navigator comes up behind you's like we 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 did land like you know, two rings outside the bullseye. Uh, actually, you know, um Sasha Petrova, she managed to land it right on the bullseye. When, uh, yeah, when Tati mentions Sasha, there's like a, a flicker of jaw tension flashes across Rita's face. Well, gang, um, I, I called you here. You know, you've been doing such a great job for us and, and we, we appreciate you so darn much. But, uh, you know, these PE2s, they're, they're quite expensive, turns out. Uh, and, uh, well, Ms. Raskova here wants us to institute a certain, um, uh, standard to uh, to maintain to fly them. So while it has been my great pleasure to have you in the uh, the 586, uh, you are actually being transferred to the 588. Marina, you want to take it over from here? But she walks away. Uh, Marina Roscova in all of her glory. She, I mean, Marina Roscova walks up and you're like, this woman belongs on a stamp. She is just majestic and a communist and she can yell at Stalin and doesn't get in trouble. And she goes, hello, darlings. They salute, right? They do salutes. They do salutes. I do a salute. Yes. Do we do the attack on Titan like? Like thing. No, I do a salute. Two giant ass swords comes out of Tati. I want it on the record that I'm always doing the correct salute at any given moment. Do I know what those are? No, but Rena knows what they are and is always doing them. Well, Tati knows what they are, and they she she does. Inochka uh, does them, but probably incorrect. I'm gonna tip my hat. Hi. <laughs> um. Well, I thought that was going to be more of him doing it than me. But, um, yes, the 588. What do you know about them? 
Have any of you ever flown a, a PO2? A um, it's a biplane. A crop duster? Yes. Uh, they're made of balsa wood. They're canvas. Uh, small engine. I think it tops out at 151 kilometers an hour. Um, they fly low, don't they? Oh, about seven or eight meters off the ground. I don't mean I don't mean to question you, but the, we're not actually going to fly these in the war. I was thinking maybe we would drive them on the ground and really get the element of surprise on them. That's a really good idea. Um, no, th these will be fl flown during the war. Um, there is a psychological element to what we do. Uh, the Nazi must not be allowed to sleep. A well-rested Nazi is an enemy to the Soviet Union. So what the 588 will be doing and what you're going to be training to do is um, harassment. You'll get four bombs, six bombs apiece if we don't include parachutes or guns. You're going to be flying up to nine, ten missions a night, maybe more, 15 during the winter. You're not going to have much protection from the elements, and you're going to be bombing high and low value targets, and you will not be permitting the Nazi to ever rest. Any questions? Did we do something bad? No, no. I just want to say for the record, I've been great. If this if this is something for bad, like I've I've been doing fine. You've been doing fine. <laughs> but no, you didn't do <laughs> Nina's glowing. Not in trouble. <laughs> you've you've been you've been you've been you've you've been doing all right. It's just um there's a certain risk that we have to understand with the war. And you're all talented at what you do. So what you're going to do is go get some rest. You'll be moving into new barracks. Isn't that fun? And then you'll be meeting your new regimental commander tomorrow, and you'll be prepared for your first test mission. Don't worry. You didn't do anything wrong. Oh, thank goodness. If we want to get better, and we want our best chances of winning the war, then why are we being given... Forgive me for saying so, but... Horribly outdated equipment. Do they have anti anti air? If I may, we're doing what women always do. We're making the best out of the worst circumstances. Put your chin up and get to work. Also, darling, this is the Soviet Union. Everything is outdated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other questions for the brief moments you have, Marina Raskova, with you? I offer to shake her hand. And nod and gracefully exit. She uh, puts her hand in your hand, but it is very clearly like a kiss my ring kind of gesture. I do a, a, a curtsy, if you will. I don't bring my lips to her hand, but I hold her hand and politely lower myself and make a graceful exit. How much older than us is she? I believe at this point she's in her late 30s. So she's got a, quite a few years. Like she's been around. She's been a celebrity in the Soviet Union for probably about a decade at least. How willing was she to entertain the handshake, if I'm observing that interaction? Uh, you can roll eyeball if you would like to, which is, uh, yeah, 2d6. Oh. You'll never guess what I just rolled oh, for the second time. Oh, guys. no. Oh, no. Um, uh, you don't get shit off her. Uh, uh, yeah, she's an impenetrable fortress of Russianness. Then I'm going to leave that one alone and just tip my hat again. Okay. Uh, anything else for the, the head honcho before you leave? Um, I think that Tati would ask 
my brother is also in a regiment, and I was wondering, would we be in the same camp? I haven't seen him in a while. Um, we still haven't gotten our deployment orders yet, so uh, that's yet to be determined. Mm-hmm. Off to bed, little ones. Rest is very important. You go off to your new barracks, which are, uh, you know, you were used to cots in some kind of mud and um, a, a kind of nondescript metal corrugated steel structure. These are quite literally tense in February in Russia with some cots and some heavy wool blankets. Um, it is so cold, in fact, that you may you can't take off your uniforms lest you freeze during the Russian winter. Um any business before we go to bed and then go to the next day? I check the mail. Oh, no, nothing. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Anything for me? No, no, no mail for you either. Is there any mail for anyone? Or do you just want to end this scene? <laughs> Sasha got some mail. The, the best pilot in the 586 right now. Sasha got student of the month again. <laughs> <laughs> I touch up my manicure and put on my cold cream and uh take my out of my little suitcase or whatever my personal effects are my satin pillowcase and i put it on my weird little straw pillow is that observable behavior but yeah, are we are observable you are bunking you're now all in one bunk together oh, with about all, six people in it you all followed me to the same tent okay yeah uh if i'm watching rita do that I am purposefully going to face plant in as messy a position as possible. And then once I stop hearing movement in the room, I will rearrange myself into a more comfortable sleeping position. You all just see Demetria walk in and onto a bottom bunk. It's like Peter Griffin falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Can I request something? Can I get a physical descriptor of people? <laughs> I have oh. Tati blonde, Rita manicured, and nothing. For a you. nondescript form of some kind of gender. <laughs> but... <laughs> Rita is uh, beautiful. Uh, gives like kind of like Elizabeth Taylor energy, like you know, very fair skin that she takes care of. Never like is never caught slipping. Dark hair. Dark eyebrows, uh, usually like made up, but not in a like uh, inappropriate way for for like work. But just always like you know, the way that women in the forties and fifties just always had a base coat of like just something. Going Uranium on. on their face. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and makes it a point of pride to have her hands clean. Cool. So Tati never outgrew her baby fat. She is um she has a round face body. She acts tall and she isn't. She's 5'3. She has a button nose, hazel eyes. She would sort she sort of looks like um there was this, this movie called this animated movie called Cats Don't Dance. Oh yeah. The demon little girl. That's Darla Dimple. I was thinking of the cat. Madison, why are you able to pull so much about cats don't dance? Madison's a furry. <laughs> No! 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 <laughs> Kevin, shut the hell up. That wasn't even Kevin who said it. <laughs> Kevin knows my deepest, darkest secret. Don't worry, Madison, you know mine. It's not that I'm a furry. <laughs> Ninochka is a mountain of a woman. Yes, she is nice. 5'10", 
235 pounds and very broad shoulders. Um, her, she's got kind of darker brown hair that goes just above her shoulders. Um, it's, it always looks like a little wind pushed Mm. because she doesn't really touch it herself. Um, and she always is kind of like hunched over a little bit because she is so tall and big and she, she doesn't want to make anyone uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Most people, when they use the word gamine, are thinking like, oh, Audrey Hepburn in that mm. like an- androgynous but still clearly femme way. And I'm using it in the actual original way, which is like a female street urchin. Ah. Uh, so. Am I surrounded by short people? Okay, yes, but instead of acts tall and is not, is not tall but is perceived as such. Oh, it's that 5-4 curse, huh? I have the 5-4 curse. Why do you think these shoes are so big? <laughs> August. I'm also 5-4. Why do you think I wear boots? You're 5-4. I'm 5-4. The shoulders really throw people off. Well, Rita's canonically 5'7", because I'm canonically 5'7". And I can't imagine seeing the world any other way. <laughs> Crossing the line. Well, love that actor's imagination from yeah. NYU. Is yeah. Can't imagine the world <laughs> any other way. Their training is really coming in handy here. That magic if is getting very literal for Listen, you. Listen, my, uh, my Russian oligarchy like background is really rich within me, but I can't imagine being 5'2". We're 19 <laughs> minutes into our first episode, and Elsa has already dropped the fact that she went to NYU. I didn't. I Kevin dropped did. the fact that she <laughs> okay. went to NYU. It's okay, I already got accused of being a furry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These are the worst things that people can say about us. <laughs> Have we been roommates for the entire like night? No, this is your first night together. Uh, you were flying in separate planes. I could have made yeah. that clearer. I apologize, but you, you were flying in separate planes before, and you're you've all been individually picked up from your planes to be thrown into this unit. So basically, we all did the worst. And then we all got Not demoted me. together. Okay, well, you did the worst enough to get grouped in with yeah, us. Yeah, you're sitting at the loser table at lunch. How's it feel? Uh, hi. Um, I don't know if we've all formally met. Um, I haven't formally met any of you. Um, my name is, uh, Minochka. Um, uh, yeah. If you need anything, let me know. Are you on a top bunk or a bottom bunk? I think for general safety, I should be on the bottom. She's going to, uh, Dimitri's going to turn to you then, like, talk kind of one eye, mm. which is usually the position that her eyebrow is in. Mm. For safety reasons. I'm very big. I can see. I that. do not trust the metal on these bunk beds. Uh-huh. Do you want to? It's you wood. Wanna... I do not trust the wood on this bunk bed. Do you want to switch? Sure. Yeah. She rolls off onto the ground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> purposefully mm-hmm. and then like gets up she's kind of built like a stork and clambers like, ruffles on up. your feathers and then yeah. clambers up and to the top clambers on up to the top cool. i think i just started making my like self at home and like the bottom bunk like i'm not clambering up anything the rest of us are just scrabbling around and you're like doing your affirmations and like <laughs> yeah. lighting your incense cone. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the mid-1940s version of that. So uh, yeah, doing doing my, my self-care routine, actually. Um, and at this point- I Crying, think, I guess. No. <laughs> There's I, a war on. Yes, I think uh, up next in my nightly routine is a cigarette. <laughs> so I'm going to smoke in bed and read a magazine. <laughs> It's a it's a silk cut cigarette. That's the incense. Yeah. Three out of four doctors say it's good for your face. It's a Virginia Slim. What can I say? Well, whatever the Where'd you get a Russian Virginia version Slim? of a Virginia Slim is. I think that Tati hangs over the bunk because she's at the top and she's like, I'm so sorry. Can you put that out? 
I have a very sensitive nose. This is the 1940s. <laughs> you don't get to be sensitive to smoke. <laughs> well, can I try? I like put my coat on like over my uniform and I go, I see what is happening here and I'm going to go smoke outside. As you go to head outside, you hear from a distant rumbling, someone going, this is bullshit. This is absolutely bullshit. And you see Sasha Petrova approaching you, um, holding her rucksack over her shoulder, trudging through the mud, looking fucking furious. Is there a window? Oh, God, please. Is there a, a window? Tent. We can make a window real quick. <laughs> you can pull out your combat knife. Yeah, quick question. <laughs> um, it's just basically Tati's face explodes. <laughs> You just We're see just like what's it what's the the thing from the movie where like there's the sheet over the face and like the face is going through yeah. the, the human crap. centipede poster? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that, but through the tent just canvas. The eyes poke through the canvas to see. The my student rival of the month got here <laughs> to babysit the bottom of the class. It's the buffer child. Uh, anyway, I'm smoking outside and I'm hearing what's happening. Sasha Petrova walks up and sees you and she's like, Can I bum one? Of course, Sasha. Never leave a girl hanging. Dead fucking accurate. I hit it dead fucking accurate. And now I'm stuck here with you country goddamn bumpkins and little miss my daddy said because I'm fucking good and apparently you guys need a goddamn savior. Ooh, how loud is she saying that? I don't give a fuck if you hear me, Demetria. She can read minds. <laughs> what does this person look like? Uh, she has like blonde hair that is inexplicably like well pompadour, despite the fact that she doesn't put any effort into it. Oh, um, clean face. She's got like a sun streaked face because she she always gets up like a little early to get some exercise in. Earlier than me. Earlier than you. Yeah. Um, and she's got the, the regimental uniform on um, over. She's got the coat on over her flight suit. Um, I'm playing it much cooler, but I actually do bristle just a little bit when she says bumpkin. Yeah. Uh, I'm the only one out here having this conversation with her. Uh, well, Sasha, you know what my mama used to say? The work of women is making the best out of the worst circumstances. And they're never, you hit dead fucking balls accurate. They were never going to let you in. You're a threat to them. So welcome to the country fucking bumpkin club. Do I know who says they have to make the best out of the worst situation? People who aren't the best at what they do. Good night, bitch. And throws the cigarette and goes inside. Did she smoke the whole thing? No. I stamp it out with my little bunny slippers. <laughs> Okay. Your army. I don't, my army issued bunny slippers. Your army slippers. issue no, olive green bunny slippers. No, they're not bunny slippers. They they're the kinds that have the little pom-poms on the end, though. Like, like and, Tinkerbell shoes? Yeah. Okay. Given everything that we know about each other, I feel like we're not, like, necessarily on the same vibe. But there was, like, a, like, the friendship heart with Rita just went up by, like, half a, like, yeah. that was some pretty stone-cold shit. She's like, mm, all right, I'll give her that one. Yeah, the rest of you in the tent see Sasha come in, look around, see an empty uh, cot, throw her rucksack at it, and say, I'll be back in two hours. Oh, Sasha. What happened? You were so accurate. 
I know. It's a fucking mystery, isn't it? I'm going to stand up and I go, hi, I don't think we've met. Uh, my name is uh, Ninochka. Um, you're Sasha, right? Sasha Petrova. Don't forget it. I, I probably won't. Uh, let me know if you need anything. You keep saying that. What do you mean by that? I'm saying if you need help with anything, ask for my help and I will endeavor to help you. Are you trying to sell me drugs? Are you trying to sell me drugs? I hang off the bed. Do you have any drugs? <laughs> oh my god, I'm living with degenerates. No, not on me, but ah, fuck. Oh my and Sasha god. leaves. When you say degenerates, I just kind of like and like wink and then like slide my body. I back don't up mean on top anything untoward, Tati. I I genuinely mean like if you need to help with anything. I don't you don't look like someone who can lift things. I I lift things. I'm sure you do. Like the country spirit. When Sasha, like, f I imagine, like, flaps out the tent door, I come back in and I'm ob observing all of this. Like, you know, when, when I hear it, you lift things like the country spirit, I, I would roll my eyes, but that's bad for wrinkles. Um, <laughs> sit down on my bed. As you start to move away from the, the door flap, um, another figure appears, which is about all four feet 11 of Olya, who you all kind of know is one of the navigators in training, um, who comes in with a rucksack and just s looks at the energy in the room. She's like, okay. Hi, Olya. Hey, what's up, Nino? Not much. That voice. I'm making a decision. Hey, Olya. <laughs> what's up, Demetria? <laughs> yeah. It's good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. I guess I'm with you fuckers. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, don't, don't rub it in. I think that one's upset. So Sasha. Sasha's in here. Oh, fuck. I think I'm being the way with Sasha. Say your prayers, Olya. I mean, shit, I'm not dying. Yeah, you'll probably be fine. Yeah, you guys are in trouble. We're in trouble? Honey, we're at war. I meant just, no, 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 not the war. Like, yes, of course, the war, but like, we're in trouble? Let's, okay, let's get your needs, your hierarchy of needs straight real quick. Because are you telling me that the ever-present threat of Nazism and death is not as important to you as not being in trouble with our superior officers? Well, it depends on who I'm in trouble with. Was Maslow's hierarchy of needs invented? <laughs> Good job, Olya. Wow. I'm going the fuck to sleep, y'all. That's wow. that's a lot to unpack. Tatiana, are you familiar with a concept called sarcasm? <sighs> it was 1943, a theory of human motivation. It's 1942. Shit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What was that fucker's name? <laughs> um, I don't remember what his first Something name was. Something Naslow. Naslow? I thought, I met a dude Abraham in a bar. Maslow. Abe Naslow, this German looking little bitch in 1938 when I was traveling <laughs> through Europe. Yeah, and that, I was theory. telling, I was, no, 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 no. I had this theory, the hierarchy of needs. Me, Google's oh, yeah. was Abraham Maslow Maslow's, Jewish. <laughs> Maslow's hierarchy of needs is an idea in psychology proposed by American psychologist Abraham Maslow. But how could we keep track of that Get shit? Fucked. I <laughs> want to apologize to all the history buffs. That I know we have invaded your subreddits advertising our dinky little show. Oh, his parents were first-generation Jewish immigrants. <laughs> I called it! From Kiev! Hey, that's where I'm from, Olya says and falls asleep finally. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Ninoshka's going to bed. Left with no one to bother. I'm also going to go to sleep. I'm right here. But okay, I'll go to sleep too. Yes, left with no one to bother. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh. The whistling no. winds. Oh. No, go. It <laughs> was not a siren effect. That's more common. Sick Foley, Kevin. Mm, thanks. Yeah, the the uh, the winds take over. The silence permeates the snow. The crushing absence of normalcy hits you as you are in the tent for the first time. Much colder than you ever have been. Not that the corrugated metal barracks were much better. Eventually, you hear the rustle of Sasha re-entering late at night, a few hours after you've gone to bed, if anyone is woken by that. Can I eyeball? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Can I also do the eyeballs? Yeah, you don't have to roll for it if you're doing it. If you're doing it the way that I think you're doing it, you can just, you can stare all you want. Eleven. I'm sorry, my ADHD medicine wore off. I'm I'm doing math. Eight. Eight. Cool. Patsy, you will get uh, pretty much any question you want answered. Um, and you can get a big one with an 11. Um, comparatively, uh, or no, sorry, Rita, you can get that. Uh, Tati, um, you can get one like normal question, things like, how can I help her? What are they looking for? What am I missing here? How long have they been gone? Probably about three hours. And how much sleep are we going to get now? She's going to be probably a little tired the next day, but she's... Oh, um... no. (laughs) (laughs) If you could see the smile that I just saw. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, so she's probably going to land at about five hours of sleep. Where has she been? Not this camp. Not the 586's camp. Who was she with? A man. Okay. You all wake up to the sound of accordion music. Someone blaring something very patriotic and Russian at you. As you wake up and see the square-built, scraggly figure, hair all messed up of your regimental uh, commander, Irina Makarovna. Hey, Macarena. Yeah, she is playing Hey Macarena on the accordion the because she's for fucking weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I am sure that exists, and now I kind of want to hear it. Polka Macarena. So finishes playing the song. Good morning, recruits. Welcome to hell. My life has been in it for months. Good morning. Why have I been stuck with you fuckers? No, I know why. Because two nights ago, the winds were too strong, and it ripped a goddamn plane apart in air, and four people died. What? What was I saying? All right. This is basic training. No one's supposed to die. Poor <laughs> darling. I said. This is basic training. Yeah, and, then, and yet there they are, dead in the fucking ground. Didn't you go to the funeral? So which of you are the ones that suck? And which of you are the ones that... <laughs> I like it. All right, I'm into it. Yeah, give me a high Nuchka five. raised her hand. <laughs> All right, and uh, who's good at their jobs? Tati raises a little bit too fast. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Here's how it's going to run down. You're going to go visit your mechanic. You're going to get an introduction to the PO2s. You're going to get a chance to fly them and see how they handle. They handle like shit. And then we're going to run a day mission. We're going to see if you can actually manage to drop a fucking bomb. And if you can do that, congratulations. And if you can't do that, you're going to the fucking mess hall. Sound good? Well, uh, hop to it, ladies. And walks out. You are left alone in the room with Sasha and Olya, who have been staring aghast at the speech they just saw. 
So you are now awake. Anything you'd like to do uh, before? You don't actually have to go straight away. You can choose to slightly disregard that order and go get some food first if you would like to. Um, you could also visit the medical tent if you have any uh, lasting injuries that you'd like to get taken care of. You can stop by the supply tent for anything you might need. Ammunition, foodstuffs for when you're in flight, vodka, anything along those lines. You can go to the mechanics and you can inspect the planes. It's entirely up to you. I'm gonna check the mail again, <laughs> and then I'll go to the mess hall. Can you check my mail too? Yeah, thank you. So, so the mail officer just looks at you, buddy. Mm -hmm. It's been six hours, basically. Yes. No mail has come in six hours. Okay. Well, how about for um, Tatiana? Kuzmana. How about for Tatia Kuzmana? Uh, no. Well, you're bunking with Sasha now, right? Yes. Special delivery came for her overnight. <laughs> Fucking All right. It. Okay. Um, eat it. I just will. How it. big is it? Oh, it's it's just a little. It's a little thing. Okay, I'm just gonna put it in my pocket then, and then I'll go to the mess hall. Okay, cool. This is the worst male person ever. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this came for this person. You asked me to pick up your mail. If someone pays more for special delivery, it gets there faster. They Standard. don't control the mail. Do you know how mail works? The person who sent it to no. Sasha paid more for it to get there faster and overnight. No, I'm rich. I don't know how mail works. <laughs> she's just wondering, since she's also rich, why someone hasn't paid yeah. more for it to get to her overnight. Because we're not being marked as the NPC who's about to die tragically and send us all off on our cathartic mission. <laughs> you, no. you, Kevin wishes. I'm going to go um, to the mess hall briefly. Okay, uh, you briefly stop by Chief Mess Officer Anissa Maximovna, who looks a lot like Kate Blanchett, greets oh, you. Oh, no. I know, and I know what hand grenade I've just released upon this table. <laughs> I'm going to the mess hall. <laughs> well, I was already going to go to the mess hall, but For now there's a bit more of a pep. transcribing these uh, so that people who can't, uh, you know, who have uh, hearing processing issues can't. Can someone transcribe that as gay sigh? <laughs> um, I am just getting tea and a piece of toast. Hands to the tea, hands to the toast. All hail to Stalin. All hail. Your skin looks amazing. What do you do? I wake up. Incredible. <laughs> I'm going to go and sit and eat my toast. Can I um, also, if Rita and I are leaving the tent at the same time, mm -hmm. I'm going to fall back like six or seven feet so we're not walking directly together. Mm -hmm. um, on the way, I'm just kind of keeping a, an eye out for like shinies that maybe have been dropped. Could you roll a scrounge check for me, which I know is plus nothing right now, but um, is you typically plus luck? Seven. Seven. All right. Um, what kind of shinies are you looking for? Like, uh, like aesthetic shinies or useful shinies, bartering shinies. What are, What are you looking for? Anything. Um, Pokemon she, shinies. She will like pin like random buttons or stuff or like safety pins or anything like to her hat. Uh, but if it looks useful, she'll also pocket it. Uh, you actually find a couple of uh, earrings on the ground. Like little silver earrings. Do they look like they belong to anyone specific? Have I seen them before? 
Yeah, you vaguely remember seeing it on Yanka Filipinova, who you know is a member of the 588, which you're now a member of. So she is. Okay, great. Never mind. And how many of them did I find? Two. Okay. Then I will not immediately clean them up and put them in. I'll put them in my pocket. Okay. And then I'm going to go to the mess hall and find a mug of black coffee. All hail to Stalin. And also with you. I'm very confused. Is Stalin making the food? <laughs> <laughs> Just in back, there's Joey with his thick... Yeah, so you look in your black coffee and there's a thick Stalin. mustache hair. No, the latte art is <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Also, fuck Stalin. Yeah, okay, let's just be clear. Fuck, fuck Stalin. Stalin. <laughs> and fuck Vladimir Putin. Let's just, we're just going to lay this out now. Fuck Vladimir Putin. Fla- fuck any aggressive okay. piece of shit. Um, are you going to the mess hall as well? No. Um, okay. Tati has, um, she's a very snacky person. And so she has a little packet of sunflower seeds in her thing. And so she's just like snacking and she wants to go check out the planes because she's like, okay, they can't be that bad. They cannot be that bad. Okay. Well, let's resolve the, the mess hall first and then we'll, we'll I jump. I also went to the mess hall. Yeah. You went to the mess hall. Okay. So what do you get from Anissa? I got the biggest plate I could. And some coffee. You know how it goes. Hail Stalin. Hail Stalin. <laughs> and I go and I'm going to sit down. Um, I'm going to find my new bunkmates and I'm just going to sit down next to them and start eating. Are, is Demetria and Rita sitting together? or? I imagine they're sitting at the same table, but on like opposite sides at opposite ends. Yeah, like the the strained marriage couple. <laughs> and I sit right in between them. I sit yeah. like right in the middle and I'm just like, okay. Do I see Sasha? Uh yeah, you see Sasha eating alone like carbo loading. Okay. Uh, oh, awesome. Great. So I stand and I kind of like look at uh, I look at Demetria and I look at Rita and I go this. And I I walk over to Sasha and I go, "Excuse me, Miss Sasha?" Yes. Um, you uh, got this in the mail. Oh. Thanks, you. And is it what she got in the mail? Yeah, it's what she got in the mail. All right, cool. So she opens it up and she pulls out a, a tube of lipstick from the husband. Ah, uh-huh. that's very nice. Can I hear this? Um, No, I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. I think it's far okay. enough away. I'm watching this happen, though, but I see she got a lipstick. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to go back to where I put my food food down. Have fun with that. And I turn and I go go back to where my food was. Okay, cool. Um, are you looking over at this, Demetria? Yeah, I've kicked my chair back and I'm like dangerously leaning on the two back legs. And I would I would like to see what was going on in this conversation. Cool. Well, as you look over and, and you do like you see as much as Rita sees, you don't hear anything, but you do see like kind of a almost pleasant interaction. You also notice Yanka and you suddenly remember why you remember this girl. It's because she now has bandages around her. Her ears because she was crying during the funeral that was a few days ago and marina roscova walked up and said clench your heart like a fist and ripped her earrings out and no jewelry in service but that does mean i get to keep these now <laughs> <laughs> 
So last we left off, awkward moments in the mess hall, awkward moments in the mailroom, awkward moments all across the board. Eventually, uh, your regimental commander, Arena, tracks you down and somehow manages to grab all four of you by the scruff of the back of your jackets. We got Uh, kitten scruffed. You you got all five of you. Sasha also gets grabbed into it. Olya, who like was in some back alley, clearly waiting for someone just like. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) Um, I love her. Gets dragged over um, as we cut over to Tati in mechanics. Um, Your mechanic is named. I didn't print one out for myself because I am dumb. Kevin gave us all these lovely little pieces of paper that have all of these very hard names on them. And I appreciate that so much. The uh, chief mechanic is Antonia Kirilovna. Um, So Antonia Kirilovna, who's just like has uh what's the dirty dude from the peanuts energy linus pigpen very uh dirty greasy just like a cloud of filth wafts around them at all times exactly um and very much has the energy of like someone you would meet at a garage in south philly which is why she sounds like this yeah the po2 this was produced in 1930 this one right here i call it the corn man because we took this from a ukrainian corn farm it's a crop duster. Uh, woods balsa. It'll hold the fat. It, it, you know, it'll hold. Uh, fabric's just regular canvas. Top speed's 154 kilometer an hour. Cruise is 110. Uh, you know, six bombs, two people, a couple pistols. Um, good thing is her top speed is slower than any of the Hitlerite fleet's stall speed, so you're hard to kill from the sky. Nazis are more likely to crash than manage to kill you. Needs an engine overhaul every 40 days with her flight schedule, 30 during the winter, 60 during the summer. Um, and that's when you get to sleep. Uh, oh, if you light a match near this thing, we're fucked. So don't do that. And if you're a smoker, just like take it outside. Um, no, it's a filthy habit. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, packs her cigarettes real quick. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this one's yours. Uh, you get the sense that Rita is allergic to this person. Yeah, you're, so <laughs> I, I, about halfway through that speech, the rest of you were brought in. Oh, hey, welcome. Yeah, this is the plane. Do they already have names? No, no, no. These are naked just for you. Hmm. You can paint them, too, if you want, but... uh, We can paint them? Yeah, if you want to. Well, wouldn't that be bad for, you know, being spotted or something? You'll be flying as soon as dusk settles and it's dark outside. You're flying pretty much nonstop. Right now, the expectation is nine or ten sorties in a night, but uh, we're hoping to get that up to 12, maybe 13. How quickly can we practice? Uh, You can go right now if you want. Thank you. Also, if somebody's shooting at you, it's kind of easier if, you know, they're getting distracted by the titties on the side of your plane. I will not be painting titties on the side of my plane. Our plane. Irina comes up, puts hands on the both of you. Congratulations. Welcome to your team. (laughs) (laughs) And you, Rita and Nino, you'll be going together. And Sasha and Olya will be bringing up the third plane. Um, Yeah, Rita's just striding over to her plane, um, eye twitching. Silently. Yeah, you approach um, a Soviet era biplane. It is a like kind of bog standard Wright Brothers style bog uh, biplane that you, I too am a biplane. <laughs> I was like, the planes are bi. Good for them. Rita, what do you think? Reminds me of home. And I'm just like familiarizing myself with, with the, I mean, like the layout, getting comfortable again. Just trying to uh, 
again, spend as much time in it as possible uh, to orient myself. It's not unlike the planes I was like taught to fly in. So it's comfortable. I've never seen one of these actually up close. Sometimes we'd see them fly over the town next door, but have you been in one? Something like it. And how do uh, Tati and Demetria feel about their planes? If we're doing like a walk around, once Tati's out of like eyesight, I'm going to like hands behind the head. Like I have all the time in the world, just like kind of like let her like make her inspection first. And then it becomes like all business. I actually want to like check for safety, like take a look at the brakes on the ground, like look at the the welding and like the rigging and stuff on the outside. And then like very analytical, like what seems like it is going to be an issue while we're in the air. Tati will also be doing all those things. Wow. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm in this place. It, it, is, it is a well-made crop duster. It, it's it's good. It's solid. The mechanics are there. Um, it's kind of hard to fuck up almost. Um, engine is well-maintained. It looks relatively new, probably been replaced. Uh, brakes are all new. In the navigator seat, which is the back of the two seats, you have a, a little area where you can stage your map um, so you can actually see where you're headed. Uh, as well as a compass built into the dashboard for you. Beyond that, it's just a seat. Um, there is not a seat belt, unfortunately. Um, and then in the um, pilot seat, there is the steering column. There's all of the metrics, so well, everything you would need to know to fly the plane, as well as the release for bombs. You have three. One releases the inner set, one releases the middle set, one releases the outer set. So you get three bombing runs per plane. Okay. And is it the layout pilot and then the navigators behind them? Or yep. okay. And is that is it just two seater? Just a two seater. No guests on this one. And where are the parachutes? Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. No the parachutes no. are an extra three kilograms. We and can't we only have we can't not have No. No. What if something happens? Irina walks up. The regimental commander. Then something happens. Is she genuinely surprised? You had parachutes in your old planes. This is a new development. Okay, then it's less about the parachute and more about the like, what if something happened? Like, is she surprised that something may happen or that we don't have parachutes? No, no. She knows that something could happen. I think that the disregard for our lives. Yes. Right. I'm just concerned because all of the things that I've been hearing about from the male regiment is that they have gotten planes that are not crop dusters that have should have been retired at least 10 years ago we they do have parachutes they have in some cases anti-aircraft like ammo and weapons on board other than just two pistols that we can't even use without risk of blowing the entire plane up when hitler invaded the red army was decimated i did it I did dramaturgy work, okay? <laughs> when Hitler invaded. You know, Chica reaches in and grabs a cigarette. Hey, 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 go outside. Go outside with that bullshit. Go outside with the bull. Can I join you? Yes, yeah. please. We don't want to light our kindling no, of here. of course not. <laughs> they allowed women to fly. We are a resource that they needed. Why are we being treated like this? Irina looks at you and says, um... Do you want to know why I think, or do you want to know what it says on your file? Can I know both? I think what it says on your file is that um, Marina Roscova considers you an acceptable loss. 
And I think she's telling the truth. You want to prove her wrong? This is a great fucking way to do it. And with that, Rita, like, whatever the thing you do where you start to drive the plane out of the hangar. Oh, we're going. All right. <laughs> we exchanged knowing glances before we did that. Another mechanic walks over and pulls on your engine. The biplane starts spinning up. Um, the same thing happens at Sasha and Olya's plane. And the same thing happens at your plane. And all three planes are gassed up. Um, you take your PO2s for their first flight. It's not a smooth one. It's not an easy one. Ironically, it's actually an easier takeoff and landing than the PE2s that you were flying before was, but you're getting used to the lack of anything that you can do with the plane other than drop the bombs. You start to get a handle on it and you realize there's not much more to do beyond hold on and hope in these things. When you land, Irina is waiting for you. And as you get out of the planes, looks you all over and says, all right. So here's the mission. It's pretty simple. Do this, you get to fly. You'll be flying low, about seven, eight meters off the ground. 60 seconds from target, you cut up hard, as high up as you can go before you stall. Then cut down and kill the engine. If there's any noise, you're dead. You'll come in for a bombing run. You can drop two at a time, so three shots to land it before you have to improvise. Once you're done, you'll return, reload, refuel, and you're back up. Usual run eight or nine of these per night. So, you get six dummy bombs today. Each run gets three shots to land in the target. The target is Big Bullseye, your commissary officer, painted about five kilometers away. You'll be given the map right before takeoff and have to navigate in the air. Getting three, you fly with Marina herself tomorrow. You don't, you can fly your ass home, but not in our planes. No anti-aircraft, no rival pilots, no concerns. Just Russian winter, you and the plane. Best of luck, ladies. So She's not taking questions. She leaves. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm going to need from everyone is our navigators to give us a way find, and then, depending on that, our pilots to give us an attack I'm run. I'm so nervous now. Can I say that? I'm sorry. Can I retcon something? Yeah. Before we got in the plane, I would like to... Uh, these earrings that I have, are they the kind that are a post with a back or are they just like the hanging through? Uh, post with a back. I stick one of those through my hat and I'm just going to like wordlessly hand off the second one to Tati and like. Thank you. And she does it. She actually um, lifts up her lapel and you see a little bit of embroidered flowers that she did herself and she puts it underneath there so that people can't see it. She's like, I heard about the funeral. I'm not letting anyone see this. <laughs> yeah, I, I also remembered the funeral. All right, navigators, give us a, flat, a wayfind. I'm so scared. Okay, that's an eight. Eight. We'll do it. Three. Oh, my God, honey. Okay, so let's resolve our plane with Nino and with Rita first. Um, you're going to pick one of the following. Your plane is going to suffer a minor mechanical failure. Plane is damaged. Um, some kind of enemy fire, or you're stressed and banged around, and you get two harm between the two of you. So we don't have enemy fire. I was going to say that might actually be the best one to pick, though, because if, like, let's say they're like, "Oh, we scouted it out. We thought it was safe, but it wasn't. We set you guys up for failure." That's. I feel like the rest of them can be blamed on us. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that to be fine. Great. So. 
in this version, what that is, because the other plane actually checked out and you guys went and smoked cigarettes and didn't describe yourself checking out, as soon as you're in the air, you do see the engine start to sputter a little bit. Just Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no. But it's immediately clear that um, of the two navigators, Demetria is not as good as Nino, um, and that's going to be reflected in how you're treated in camp. Um, so you're still able to follow up and do an attack run from our pilots, Tati and Rita. Um, but that will be reflected in your permanent record, Demetria. I got a nine, as did I. You both run on the first run. You both land within two dots of a big, again, bullseye painted out in the wilderness. You see um, Anissa, the commissary officer, holding up a big uh, paint can and just waving at you guys as you come in low. You go up high, you start to stall, you cut the engine and pull down low, and you just... Do you hear that? I just shake my head, no. The night witches were called that. Because when the engines were cut, as you've just done, it would sound like a broomstick sweeping across the floor in the distance. The Germans compared it to the sound of an incoming witch. You fly in low. You cut the first bombs. And you land within the like second outer ring. You also land within the second outer ring. Sasha doesn't. She lands in the fourth ring. But she's she still was pretty good. Tired. She because she was fucking tired. She lands in the fourth Who's ring. Tired. She was fucking tired. Not her husband. You fly down, land, and then Anissa, who was given a truck to come back, um, walks up to Arena as you're getting out of your planes, whispers something in her ear. Arena walks up to you as you are getting down and says, "Ladies." Welcome to the 588. As you are presumably celebrating the fact that you get to not be grounded. Um, Yay, we're not grounded. You see some planes, some PE2 start to line up behind your planes. Mm -hmm. Clearly angry that you have blocked the runway to uh, leave the camp. And you see a big bald dude. He's probably about 6'3 and really broad shouldered. Start walking up and goes, who the fuck did this? Hey, who the fuck? did this whose plane is this and points at um uh rita and nino's plane nino somehow and you don't know how and by all laws of physics this shouldn't be happening but somehow she shrinks <laughs> she absolutely she just and rita gets two inches taller Fine, no one wants to answer. He grabs onto half of the biplane's rotor and rips it off with his hand and throws it on the ground. Get your bullshit off the fucking runway. Do we know this person? Oh, yeah, he's the general, general of leader the of the Air, Air Force. Force. And that's it for this time on Wing Women. <laughs> Wing Women is a Night Witches TTRPG podcast. August Hockvog plays Nino, Julianne Kastner is Tati and also edits, Elsa Kugelman is Rita, Madison Cadulo is Demetria, Kevin J. McCann, myself, GMs, and plays everybody else. All character portrayals are fictional. Any similarities, names, and events are purely coincidental, even the real people. The game system was created by Jason Morningstar of Bully Pulpit Games. You can find it at bullypulpitgames.com. 
If you want to follow us on socials, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at WingWomenPod. If you're able and you want to support the artist directly, we'll have a link to the coffee in the description where you can buy us a biscuit from the commissary hall. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to the folks at Bully Pulpit and another friend who wished to remain anonymous. You know who you are. Until the next mission, this is us signing off.